You're listening to A Not-So-Private Practice, and we are your hosts, Steph and Laura. Consider this your backstage pass to all the weird and wonderful things that happen behind the curtain of group practice ownership. Today, we're here to talk about marketing with a particular emphasis on SEO. And we've tried a lot of different things to market over the years. We've done flyers and gift baskets, and we've knocked on doors. We've done mail outs. Yeah, okay. But my favorite marketing strategy that we implemented was very early on. It must have been our first week in the office. Your husband told us that he had a connection to the Langley mayor's office. Oh, and that's that right. the mayor wanted to come and check out the space. And, you know, he was... Do a little photo op Do a little with photo us. op with this new sort of mental health clinic that had opened in Fort Langley. And he came and he had a tour and it was pretty quiet in the office. Maybe we had just opened. It was like mm. the week we'd opened. And uh, at the end of the tour, we have this great conversation and his assistant says, why don't you guys all pose for a photo in front of the Shoreline Counseling sign? And so on the back of our, behind our reception, desk in our main lobby is a sign that says shoreline counseling. And so we all get lined up and we take this photo and they leave and it's all good. And about a week or two later, we get an email from them with the like edit of the story and the photo that they're going to run in this like Langley community newspaper. And um, they sent it to us for our approval. And we look at the photo and the mayor is standing in front of the S and in the photo, it looks like we are promoting a place called Orline <laughs> Counseling. <laughs> <laughs> and so we immediately wrote them and asked if we could possibly have them back to redo the photo. And they said, sorry, it's either this or nothing. So we chose nothing. So we... Uh, we didn't know anything about SEO when we opened our practice. Initially, our marketing strategy was to walk around town and bring little gift baskets to people, put notices on yeah. billboards. Yeah. I mean, if you know anything about Fort Langley, you know that it's got a similar vibe to Stars Hollow from the Gilmore, Gilmore Girls. Girls. Yeah. You know, so it seemed like walking around giving out little packages and putting our flyers on bulletin boards was going to be like a pretty effective and, you know, authentic way of marketing ourselves. But yeah. my brother, I have a brother who is business guy, and he was quite insistent that we needed to do SEO, that this was like the thing that had to happen to get our practice like on Google and out into the world. And so he hooked us up with a, a different guy who was in Winnipeg, actually, to help us get started with our SEO. Yeah, this was not our guest, Jeremy, here today. Someone else, we met with him and he told us about SEO and we couldn't really understand anything he was saying. We left less clear than yeah. how we had come in. Yeah. I mean, I think the only thing we pretty much took away from that was that we have to keep paying for this thing every month forever yeah. in order to get the, the results that we think we want. But we weren't really sure what any of that even meant. Yeah. Yeah. And then I can't remember, how did we find Jeremy? He's a we found your network, right? Yeah, yeah. I have a very good friend who's also very good friends with Jeremy. And also turns yeah. out that I have known Jeremy's brother for a long time, but I didn't know that Jeremy and this person that I knew were brothers, actually. Huh. But we connected through a mutual friend. First of all, he was way funnier. Totally. Than the other funnier. SEO right. guy. Yeah. And he actually was like able to explain to us what it was that he was selling. So Jeremy here is working out of Toronto. 
He is the owner of Fuel Growth, a leading digital marketing partner for brands and agencies. He has worked in marketing, film, and television for the past two decades. Jeremy has an MBA and a passion for understanding consumer behavior. And he lives, as I said, in Toronto with his partner, Laura, and their two amazing daughters, Dagny and June. And for those of you who don't know us, Laura and I, we are both quite well known for our like big, voluminous, curly hair. And in our first meeting with Jeremy, we were so excited <laughs> about his big voluminous curly yeah. hair that we were like, this, this partnership is it meant to be. It must be a match. It's He's meant to be. funny and he has great hair. <laughs> That's right. Meant to be. Yeah. Okay. So Jeremy, we're going to tell you what we think SEO is because we've learned a bit from you over the years. And then we'll just have you fill in the gaps. How does that sound? That sounds great. Uh, you are okay. too kind. Thank you for having me. Oh, oh we're, we're so, so happy you're here. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so here's the way I understand SEO now, Jeremy, from everything you've taught me. And don't judge his teaching based on this. Essentially, your job is to find out which words are most commonly searched on the internet, spray them all over our online content. And when people search them, our site comes up. You know, it's a pretty good intro. It's a little bit narrow for the scope of the work, but it's a pretty good start. So there's really two battles SEO seeks to win. The first is to control your own brand name online. So like any marketing practice, when you think about how to succeed with SEO, you need to be thinking about the customer journey. When someone is looking for your business, in this case, the best counseling in the world. Uh. Uh, <laughs> if, if someone is referred to you by a friend, if they are able to step out of the box and, and ask a friend for support in that way, they're then immediately going to Google you to check if your website looks nice and if mm. they get cognitive dissonance from your website. And if they don't, and they've pre-qualified themselves as looking for your services, they're probably going to call you. So you absolutely have to own your own brand online. So when people Google you and quite likely misspell your name or behave as even smart people often do when they're moving quickly online, you need to capture that traffic because you don't want to lose that qualified lead. Or mm. in the case of another company we helped, their competitor was deliberately optimizing for their name and keywords in order to swipe those qualified leads. Oh. So it's kind of defense against the dark arts and uh-huh. making, making sure people get what they're searching for, which is you. The second thing is more organic search. So when someone in Langley who doesn't know anybody or isn't comfortable asking anyone for your services, they're going to do what most consumers do now when you look for anything, which is Google what I want near me what I want at intersection close to my office, what mm. I want at intersection close to my house, what I want at intersection close to my kid's school. People are building their lives for convenience. And that effectively is what SEO is. It's working with Google to make you the most convenient search option. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that is achieved exactly as Steph said, like through owning mm. the, the right keywords. Mm-hmm. And so tell us a bit about how that's different from Google Ads. That's a great question. Uh, Google Ads and SEO for brands with larger budgets who have significant marketing programs are almost always used in concert. 
So SEO is all about organic search. It's search engine optimization. It's all entirely focused on how people using search engines get to you and to make sure they get to you. It's about steering the qualified Google traffic and to a lesser extent, all other search engines, including Bing, which is pretty cool. You want to make sure you own that traffic. Google AdWords does something different. It deliberately puts you to the top of those search rankings for the specific words you're paying for at a cost, Uh but they are designated as ads. So Google AdWords, super effective, bring home the bacon. We use them all the time for a variety of clients in concert with SEO, crazy effective, but different levers. Yeah. As a consumer, when I see, I often click the ads just because they're the first thing I see. Mm. Uh, And so it's like, okay, let me try this first. Here it is. But when I see whatever I'm looking for near the top of the search, that, I don't know, as a consumer, it gives me this sense of confidence. Like, oh, wow, these people have really poured a lot into the work they do if they're also on the first page of my search terms. Or also, we know they pay someone as much as we pay Jeremy in order to get ourselves on the first page. (laughs) This is kind of where we've gotten to. SEO for growing businesses is almost table stakes now. Originally, Mm -hmm. a competitive edge in marketing. Mm. Uh, As soon we're going to see with chat GPT as people start optimizing that. Mm -hmm. But it's like it's table stakes now. It's like having a sign. Because realistically, whatever you're spending in marketing... The first place you should be spending it is ensuring that you rank well on Google and you're reputable on Google, because that is going to be almost everybody's first or second step in -hmm. qualifying your business. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's really the game. Yeah. So as you know, Jeremy, we have two locations, one in Langley and one in Vancouver. And our experience in that first year of marketing with you in Langley was that we saw so much increase, a very notable increase in traffic very quickly over time. Whereas in Vancouver, we launched a big campaign with you there and the growth didn't seem to pick up steam quite as quickly. So we've learned from you over time the difference between these two markets, but wondering if you can speak a little bit to uh, why we, why another practice like ours might notice a difference in two locations with a similar marketing strategy? It's a great question. Um, So to explain your Langley success, first off, it helps when you're great. Um, (laughs) Seriously, once Mm -hmm. a qualified lead only comes in once, turning them into a customer is really up to the business. Um, Mm. So I suspect you grew naturally very well, but the SEO in Langley, because the competition for keywords was not wildly sophisticated for your business in Langley. There weren't a lot of competitive businesses who were putting a lot of this effort in. When we came in and started doing yours well, we just ran the table. You were getting yes. mm-hmm. tons of qualified search results for anyone who was looking for counseling in Langley. And that was super. We love that. And yes. That's a combination where... I get to look at what we do and say, I know the program works in the right situations. And that happens a lot for clients. And that's always awesome. Vancouver was a much more sophisticated market. You had Mm. many, many more players. You had many clinics who had teams like us who were optimizing and who were looking for those wins. And like anything, as the pond gets bigger, the fish get bigger. 
So in Langley, we were able to get over our relative newness quickly because there weren't entrenched competitors. Where in Vancouver, there are people who were doing what we were doing also quite well, who had years of head start on you. So for mm-hmm. you to break into there was going to take a lot of time. I argue still certainly worth it because yeah. over time you will gain and you can pivot and ultimately the value is there. It's, it's like having a sign on your building. It's just something that needs to be done. But that's, that's a short explanation is the reality is like no one can guarantee you results in SEO because there are a lot of market factors that are gonna that are gonna weigh in. Yeah, I mean, at one point you suggested to us that it could cost us almost ten times what we were paying you to operate our program in Langley in Vancouver in order to get the same results. I was uh, with all my clients, but particularly with you guys because you're friends as well. And ethically, I have to be responsible for everyone's money. Ten times was probably an overestimate, but I wanted to be sure. clear. That, yeah, you would have to spend yeah. a lot mm-hmm. of money. And couple your SEO program with AdWords in order to shift that tide in Vancouver just because the competition was stiff. Well, and it was a helpful almost, um, uh, I can't think of the word I want here, but it was helpful to just know that reality, even if it was a bit of an overestimate, like this is what it will take. Uh, So prepare yourselves, budget for it. Know that this is the reality in a bigger pond for us and for anyone listening here that uh, it takes that kind of financial backing to see success quickly, but over time is what I'm hearing from you. Over time, we will see it too. Yeah. And and that's the kind of clarity people should expect from marketing partners, be it SEO mm-hmm. or agencies or anyone. Mm-hmm. And it was easy with you both because you were informed and you asked good questions. Um, and our, you know, I appreciated that some of my clients like don't take me up on the regular marketing strategy sessions that we had. Uh, and it's always a great idea because whoever is doing your SEO, if they're worth their salt, has a lot of good insights into your business and into your market mm-hmm. and potentially into challenging what you think of your demographics. Like it's always a worthwhile time to invest in understanding your customers. I mean, I think the thing that's coming to my mind as I'm listening to you is like, you know, when we started in Langley, we had a sense of the customer base. We had a sense of the market because we'd been there already uh, in a different practice. But when we opened in Vancouver, you know, I think we were a little naive to the market. And, you know, we had some thoughts about how our success in Langley would translate over. And it just seemed when it actually happened that it was too far geographically, actually, and that what was required in order to get Vancouver up and running was just significantly more than we were aware of. And, you know, I think the piece of advice I would give here is that, like, what I think we missed was sitting down and doing one of those bigger marketing sessions like we did for Langley to flush out in greater detail what we were looking at moving into Vancouver so we would be more prepared. Because I think it came to us when we started talking to you about the SEO and realizing the magnitude of what was required in order to get ourselves to where we were in Langley. That was when we started to realize, oh, we are in a different pond. And it was kind of a novel. Mm -hmm. Uh, awareness for us, which now in hindsight, I'm like, how was that novel? But it yeah. really was at the yeah. time. Yeah. If, you know, it was interesting. Also, if I recall, after the first few months, just because again, there are cost realities, I think we actually split the program in half and we were dedicating half to Vancouver and half to Langley. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I think that's right. And again, this is the operational realities of business owners. And I, right. I really am clear with clients about this because I think it's important. I wish more SEO providers were. 
it's not an immediate lift. SEO is a slow burn. SEO is for people who are building businesses. If you need a quick cash infusion, if you need immediate customers, that's not what SEO is going to do for you because it takes time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, went extremely well. It takes a couple before you start seeing the lift. It always does. This has been, I think, one of our favorite things about you, Jeremy, is it feels like you've always just been so clear and honest with us about the realities of what you can do and how long it will take. There's never been kind of an over-promising or under-delivering experience oh, on our was... end. And and you've been so gracious with us as we've been learning along the way with you. It's It's been my pleasure. Again, you're just too kind. I'm so flattered. It's so uh, kind of you to uh, say that. Uh, we were um, reminiscing the other day about that marketing consultant that we brought in. Do you remember that? And you so graciously <laughs> I... attempted to work with that person. In the end, I mean, I like to think that, you know, there are a lot of people who get indoors they shouldn't get in because they're charming or they're great looking. Uh, but uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, like found out again, like that person just didn't create any value for you and couldn't answer yes. questions about how they were going to make good use of your money. So, and you yes. guys, I mean, you smelled it pretty quickly. It didn't take long. Well, we smelled it with your help yes. is really the truth yes. of it is that like, you know, to what Laura's sort of saying is that you were so gracious with us in that process and you really helped us to learn a little bit more about like what was in our best interest and what kinds of things we should be looking for. And so, you know, it was clear to us that this person didn't have an awareness of how loyal we were to you. But mm-hmm. this experience we look back on as a really important learning curve for us in terms of like how we expand out marketing beyond SEO and beyond um, Google ads. And we've come to rely so much on your counsel for that too, which we just greatly, greatly appreciate. It only took watching you very gently correct our misunderstandings like five or six times before we're like, okay, we think that our own intuition about this might be right. It's not, she's, this person's not leading us in the right direction. Yeah. And again, so the tough thing about marketing too, is there are outstanding professionals in marketing and they're charlatans like every business. Um, sure. But it's often if you're new to a business and particularly if you're very busy and you're operating a full-scale business of your own and have limited time to dive into this stuff, like you can get convinced by people who aren't great that they have winning strategies. And other than sticking to objective metrics and looking month to mm. month, they're doing what they told you they would do. Yeah, It's really easy to drink the sand because there's a lot of convincing Mm. marketers Mm. out there. And again, because so many people practice with varying degrees of formal training, like as a counselor, you know, you need to have the credentials. If you're doing the job, you presume you have a base level of competence. In marketing, that is not necessarily the case. Right. I was a big believer in classical education. I did an MBA and did the whole thing. And obviously the most valuable lessons I've learned have not been academic. but does help to understand core concepts of marketing when you're designing marketing programs. Uh, and there's a lot of excellent graduates from college programs who do this, and there's people that are just fight their way up from the mailroom who are awesome and understand the value of a dollar. But like, look for gravitas is what I would say is the hardest thing. Uh-huh, like, the uh-huh. way I smelled it out, like with that consultant so quickly, was her initial presentation of her ideas seemed so disorganized. And then... Uh-huh. And not cohesive. So 
really the discussion I had internally with my team was like, is it right for me to give this person some time to prove themselves? Because you also don't want to make snap judgments about people who might be great, sure. who just have a different right. style than you. Uh, yeah. Ultimately, what I knew to be the truth is like, do I, I have a professional duty to tell Lauren Steph that this person is going yeah. to take their money and accomplish nothing? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you yeah. for that. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, it was such an important learning experience for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if uh, some of our listeners are interested in working with you after hearing this episode, what would be the best way for them to get in touch with you? Oh, that's so nice. You can contact me directly. I'm somewhat approachable. Uh, I'm Jeremy. <laughs> Very approachable. I, Nice. Uh, I'm Jeremy <laughs> at fuelgrowth.ca, or you can visit fuelgrowth.ca, which is our website. We're playing Great. with it now. It looks fun. Great. And we'll have the info on how you can reach Jeremy uh, in the notes for this episode. So if you just head to our website and the episode page uh, for this episode, you'll find ways to get in touch with him there. So th- thank you so much, Jeremy. This has been awesome. This mm-hmm. has really, really been an insightful conversation, and we really hope that anyone who is not as clear on SEO-related things like we have historically been, have a bit more clarity now and maybe a, a bit of a sense of uh, what they should be looking for and, and how it could serve them yeah. in building their businesses. Yeah. Thank you, Jeremy. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening to A Not-So-Private Practice. Please be sure to follow us wherever you listen to podcasts and throw down a review if you are enjoying the show, as it helps other listeners find us. In real life, you can find Laura and Steph at www.anotsoprivatepractice.ca. A special thanks and shout out to Podfather Creative for producing and editing this episode. Bye.